1: The show, sponsored by Straight Realty, your St. Louis area experts. Why pay more than four? 314 441 4444. This is The Show on KMOX. Chris Ronji, Amy Mark Scores, Kevin Wheeler with you here. You can follow us on Twitter at The Show. KMOX. Obviously, we're all on there. If you want to go to that, just one place you can connect with all of us. Pick on Ranji if you would like. That's okay. He likes that. Eh. He likes when people mess with him on Twitter. It's fine. He's got the little Elon Musk thing going. You know, you just like want the attention it, without the billions. Well, that yeah yeah yeah. That's
2: the that stands. To that's the fun part.
1: Yeah, is the billions. Is. I'd rather have the billions. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we were talking about this. This is kind of a baseball story, Mm -hmm. but not really. Mm -hmm. I mean, its origins are with the San Francisco Giants and their manager, Gabe Kapler. Um, After the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, he described on his own blog, which is interesting because we have a major league manager that has his own website and and a place where he actually regularly communicates with the public about non-sports things. He's just not there talking about strategies and baseball stuff. He's there talking about health and he's, yeah. he's big into men's health and exercise and obviously a diet. He's what's he 50 something years old. And he looks like he's 30. You know what I mean? He's, he's,
3: he's 0%. Yeah, I mean, think. he's yeah. in
1: great shape and all that, but that's what he normally uses the blog for. But what he decided now he was having a hard time dealing with what he's seeing in the shootings that we've all been talking about. And being okay with being a part of the national anthem because he doesn't like the direction that we as a country are heading and the fact that we can't come together to fix something that seems so simple. So he decided that I'm just going to stay in the clubhouse. He announced this on his own blog. I'm just going to stay in the clubhouse. It doesn't feel right to me. Um, It's my way of basically making a point. But he suspended that that practice for Memorial Day, specifically because... Memorial Day is about remembering sacrifice, and those sacrifices are what allow us to have that voice, to be able to make that statement. And what I liked about that, and I'm curious well, to, to get your thoughts on it. To was, clarify,
2: he suspended his protest. He right, came right, out on right, Memorial right, Day. Right, right, yes. Yes. yeah.
1: So he he stopped the protest, and yeah. he said, for this day, because of these reasons, I'm going to be out there. And we're going to honor those guys because I want to make sure people aren't misinterpreting my message, mm-hmm. or whatever. I love the nuance. I love the fact that you don't have to be all in or all out. I love the fact that it's not, well, you know what? If I'm going to be true to the statement I'm going to make, I got to do it every day. You can you can have flexibility in how you treat these things and stay consistent and stay logical. And I really like that about Kepler. And I'm not criticizing anybody else who has made their voice known in a very particular way. But what he's doing, I think, will have more of an impact...
3: Because you're probably going to turn off fewer people by showing that there's some nuance to your views. Yeah, it may not, and it probably won't change a lot of minds as far as the the substance of what he's protesting or what he's trying to draw attention to. But it does disarm, and and if it doesn't disarm for you, then you're not paying attention. The argument that he is being anti-military, he's disrespecting military because he very clearly said I'm not doing this on Memorial Day because Because I respect the soldiers and respect people who have given their lives for this country. So out of respect for them, I'm going to suspend this for today. So it should effectively disarm all of that. Now, I don't know if this is going to have any long-lasting effects. Probably not. I don't know how many minds you're going to change I think there are people who are dug in on this, and then they believe, look, this is what I think about guns, this is what I think about this situation, and I'm not changing my mind on this, but at least as far as what he's doing, I appreciate the thoughtfulness of it, I appreciate that he believes in something strongly, but he's also, and did, take a break from it to say very specifically and clearly I also appreciate the men and women who serve, which was, I think, a really important thing that he did Mm -hmm. on Monday. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I really appreciate the nuance and the thoughtfulness of it. And like you said, it is a way to disarm by saying, I'm going to come out for the national anthem on Memorial Day because I'm recognizing the sacrifice that these men and women have made. Personally... Because the issue of the national anthem is so fraught right now, because it has become part of the culture wars. If I wanted to raise awareness and also persuade, because it's obvious he, his intention is not to offend. His intention is not to be belligerent. He, right. again, right. went out there with the nuance on Memorial Day. It seems like he wants to persuade. He wants to win people over. If that were my goal, I almost at this point would not do anything regarding the national anthem. I wouldn't make my statement. Now, whether he stays in the clubhouse or not, that's his prerogative. But I wonder if something like saying, I'm going to start every press conference with a phrase or something, and maybe major league baseball wouldn't let him do that, but something that would be separate from the national anthem, which has become a culture war. And then said every press conference, I'm going to start with, you know, this 30 second spiel. And in that way, try to get persuade people, but also apply pressure like you're putting visible pressure because that would get picked up in the newspapers that every press conference, every time he spoke, he started with this. That would put pressure or could put pressure, public pressure on politicians.
1: To me, I'm not like and I read his his blog posts and obviously they're thoughtful and he does want change and he is trying to put that conversation forward. But the way he described his decision was I just it didn't feel right. I'm sitting there listening to this. We're doing this. But yet we as a country cannot figure out what again would seem to be a fairly simple thing how do we protect kids in schools mm-hmm. right i mean right. that's what it's essentially about what what i what i think is important for all of us to understand is we we don't get to use the anthem or the military as a shield that's not okay you don't get to say well this thing this thing means you, you know be, let's say because it's the anthem you're disrespecting the military no you're not the anthem's not just for Soldiers and sailors and Marines and pilots. The anthem is for every single American. It's not written as just a a way to honor people that are serving. We do that. We should do that. Obviously, we should take way better care of the people that serve uh, in the military. Oh, definitely. Both active duty and retired. We should, as a nation, we should be taking so much better care of them than we do. But we spend more money on their equipment than we do on the humans, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have solutions to every problem, but I think that would be a very helpful thing. So I think we we do owe it to them to take care of them and to pay attention, to thank them when we can. But don't use them as a shield. Don't say you can't do this during this song because now it's offensive to them. You, that's not the point. And it never was the point. And you you know that's that's it's a song that was written or a song that has been adopted for every American. We all sing it. You're singing it first person. Or if you don't sing it, that's fine too. But the point is it's not about one group of people. It's about
3: everyone. That's about 300 plus million people is what that song is for. I I think typically what happens and and the reason there's so much pushback when people uh, are protesting through the anthem, they're using that as a vehicle to get their message out, whether it's Kaepernick or him or whoever else is sad and all up. I think what's what's really happening there is people just don't want to have that conversation. So it's, yeah, there probably are some who feel, you know, they're military, they feel disrespected, like mm-hmm. it's about them, but it isn't about them. And they I honestly by the way, believe they were,
1: they were split on that issue, too. Remember, there were some. Polling yeah, there done. weren't all it well, wasn't all military. Yeah, In fact, some, there was the, yeah. it
3: was the it was the special forces guy who told him, right. told Kaepernick. But they did long some, they did time some ago. polling
1: at, like during the whole Kaepernick thing. And it was yeah. almost 50 50 amongst like active duty. Yeah, uh, yeah because it, some it, of them were like, yeah, I don't like that. Others were like, hmm, that's not you know, that it's OK. This is why I serve. Right,
3: know, right. Kind of because it, the, and there were people and there was the one guy who said, look, it would sit better with us if you weren't sitting, maybe take a knee instead, Right, right. you know, so, and, and he followed that because he wanted to be respectful of it. But I think that the larger issue is you just have a lot of people that don't want to have that conversation, whatever the conversation is, if it's police brutality, if it's um, guns are way too available to the wrong kinds of people. I think there are just a large part of the population that just doesn't want to have that discussion. They, they want to get past it and move on to something else.
2: Yeah, and I'm glad that you guys did bring up that it is split among the military. I, I get tired of speaking of people, groups of people, whatever the grouping may be, it's as if they're a monolith yeah, and right, they're just right. not. And you know, you you personalize it. And I know my grandpa who fought in World War II. He would he would probably find it offensive to Neil. And I know there are other veterans who don't. So you you know you have to kind of take it person by person and understand that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I used, my dad hated it. But one of my best friends is active duty right now and he's like, no, it's perfectly yeah. good. That's exactly yeah. what people should do.
2: We gotta be empathetic yeah. with everyone. Yeah. And
1: and allow for the fact that, like you guys said, you can't just group all people together and say they are this. They're not. And that's kind of what I like about Gabe Kapler showing some nuance. Mm-hmm. That it's every not everybody's viewpoint is the same and you can adjust and you can make sure that you're allowing for all of it. All right, Chris Ranji, Amy Mark scores, Kevin Wheeler. This is the show on KMOX.